Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins. Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 102. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews. Hi, Grace. How you doing? Doing great. How are you? Good, good. We had some horrible, horrible technical difficulties last week. I apologize. Oh, we did. You're definitely forgiven. Yeah. These software packages sometimes uh, play havoc on us. Yeah. So to our listeners, I apologize. Just having one piece of software talk to another piece of software one updates and things go for so i'm really sorry i hope we got things sorted out now so yeah what do we got today well remember maxine waters yes she's the one that stands around yelling impeach trump impeach 45 you know yeah yeah (laughs) She says that all the time she is a congresswoman from california right well She's come to a new low or high, depending upon how you feel about things. She is begging her followers to publicly harass Trump supporters. And she specifically names restaurants, gas stations, and department stores. Wow. My question is, is she invoking violence? Because if she is, that's a federal law. Yeah, of course. And we have the right to speech, but we do not have the right to invoke violence. Now, you know, you remember last year when they were practicing for the congressional baseball game? Right. Um, Steve Scalise, for one, nearly died. He has had 20-something surgeries since then. Others were shot and injured. Yeah, exactly. You know, it was that kind of talk that preceded that event. Well, can you answer me this? What makes that any different than Antifa paying for protesters? Is there a difference? No, not in not my really. mind. No, I think one is just as bad as the other. It absolutely is because both are invoking violence. Right. She, I mean, when you use the word harass, that's different than go protest peacefully. Yeah, that's like riot, basically. Yeah, harass is wrong. And, you know, there becomes this group mentality where people do things because of the group, this group think. They do things they wouldn't normally do. Right. So, on the heels of this statement by Maxine Waters, and I'm quite frankly, personally, I can't imagine taking Maxine Waters seriously, but there are people apparently that do. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, my gosh, is she just like the whooping child? Yeah, no kidding. What took her family, her three children, her husband, they went to a restaurant in Virginia called the Red Hen. They kicked her out (sighs) because she works for Trump. Yeah, not like her job is hard enough. Holy smoke. Well, you know, that's just wrong. How is that different than Starbucks 
removing the two men from their facility. I believe that was racist. Well, yeah, yeah, that was racist. This is prosecution based on your political views. Right, which is basically... Covered in the Constitution. Yeah, it's covered in the Constitution. So, like, you know, we just had a court case over a man that wouldn't bake a cake for gays. Right. I mean, he spent every dime he had fighting it. Eventually, he won based on his religion. Yeah. But think about this. How is this different? Not much. Not much at all. Well, part of the reason it's different, and forgive me for saying this, and with all due respect, Republicans would never sue over something like that. Most conservatives would not. Right. Hmm. I don't know why, but liberals are more likely to sue an establishment for this type of behavior. Yeah, unless you're in Canada, because suing just really doesn't work here. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like a... Reportedly, the owner... Oh, excuse me. That's okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Reportedly, the owner is Meryl Streep's cousin. I don't know if Meryl Streep, what Meryl Streep has to do with her cousin, but nevertheless, she no. is. Now, of course, Trump rang in on this over Twitter this morning, and I quote, he says, the Red Hen restaurant should focus more on cleaning its filthy canopies, <laughs> doors, and windows. They badly need a new paint job. <laughs> Rather than refusing to serve a fine person like Sarah Huckabee Sanders, I always had a rule. If a restaurant is dirty on the outside, it is dirty on the inside. <laughs> right on. Don't you like the uh, way it matches all those thoughts together? Yeah, that was Kind of cracks me up. Uh, but, you know, he's got a point. It does look like that. If you look, if you, um, look at the picture, it, it does look dirty. Yeah. But um, I thought that was funny. The situation is so bad. You know, last week, Kirsten Nielsen was basically heckled out of a Mexican restaurant down the street from the White House last week. Right. That's what kind of started the whole thing, didn't it? Yeah, well, that or Maxine. I'm not sure which. And maybe Maxine, you know, triggered both events. And my understanding that there was more events over the weekend, but... It's so bad that the Washington Post, who never has anything good to say about the Trump administration, they even quoted, well, they said themselves, let the Trump team eat in peace. Wow. Yeah, that's funny. And you know, Wapo comes out and says that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's freaking ridiculous. I mean, this should not be happening. No, it shouldn't. It, It should not be happening at all. And you cannot restrict your business based on religion, politics, or race. Right. I mean, that's been the way it's been for a lot of years. Yeah. It didn't stop there, though. Pam Bondi, who is the AG in Florida, obviously a conservative, was tackled at a movie about Mr. Rogers. <laughs> wow, you got to be kidding. it was unmerciful. There was film, her and her boyfriend's going to see a documentary about Mr. Rogers. I can't imagine going to see that. (laughs) (laughs) On a Saturday night, hey, baby, let's go see Mr. Rogers. I I just can't go for that. But she has the right to go, and she shouldn't be heckled in the process. Yeah, what happened to being a free country? Yeah, well, it's it's a little damaged. So this is the new fad then. 
is the refusing exactly. service to Trump and his team or to any Trump supporter. Well, that's yeah. that's pretty and low. Do they not realize it is very low? Do they not realize that every time they do that, that he gains support? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, think you know he does. Yeah. If the Washington Post is is taking up for Team Trump. Yeah, they've gone too far. You know there are people out there and the general public that are yeah. absolutely going to be more supportive of Trump than ever. Yeah, well, I wonder what his approval rating is now. Well, I got it for you. <laughs> Imagine among that. Among Republicans, and this is amazing, just even among Republicans, 90% approval rating. Wow. I've never heard of that. No, I really haven't either. Overall, he's at 46%. No. Um, I, I bet if you took Democrats out and have Republicans and Independents, you would be surprised yeah. at that. Yeah, I think I was just going to, I was just kind of doing math in my head, thinking, okay, how many are Independent? That still gives him the majority. So with them doing all this crap, to him and his team, I, I think it is driving up the approval rating. I think you're right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Remember Matt Romney? Of course. He ran for president a couple <laughs> times and lost, and now he's going to run for Senate. Okay. Way back when, in 2016, he said that uh, Trump was a fraud and no one should vote for him. <laughs> well, this weekend, he wrote a little op-ed for... The Salt Lake City newspaper. Right. He's backing down on those negative views. Imagine that. Because he is, of course, running for senator of Utah. <laughs> and yeah. um, I guess that his people have been talking to him and saying, you know, it's not a good idea to go against <laughs> Trump these days. Yeah. If you're running, if you're on the Republican ticket, it's a really bad idea because ninety percent of Republicans. Are for Trump. Yeah, exactly. What kind of support are you going to get after that? Your ass better be supporting him. Yeah, sure shows how hypocritical he's going to be, you know? That... Yeah, it would be sort of funny if he didn't win. I mean, now, I don't think that's going to happen because he, in Utah, he's like Prince Charming. I mean, they love him. Right. They love Matt Romney. But he's going to have to tone down his rhetoric a little bit. Yeah. I, you can't play both sides of the fence, can you? No, you sure can't. And and this is Trump's time. And you know, yeah. love him or hate him. Yeah. You know, he may embarrass you. You may hate his tweets. The fact is, he's getting stuff done, and people like it. Yeah, except the ones with Trump derangement syndrome, and they're still going off on the the separation yeah. of the the kids. They're not oh, stopping. Oh, I know. And you know, the people with Trump derangement syndrome, they get a lot of media especially from mainstream media. Right. Because mainstream media is part of that group. And they're eating it but up. But I am beginning yeah. to think that it is more minute than you might believe, that there aren't as many as they pretend there are. Does that make sense? Uh, I, 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 I don't mean, know. I mean, they try to behave as if there's a big group of people. For example, when you see the video of Maxine Waters saying what she did about you know, going after the Trump people, harassing them. Right. It's a tiny group. Now, you expand that when you throw it on the TV. Yeah. But the, but the people that showed up to watch her, 
certainly would not fill the front row at a Trump rally. Yeah. So when you start putting things like that in context, I'm, I'm was, you start wondering how many of those people there really are. I was speaking more of the crazy people on social media because this, well, the I stuff I've been seeing. What have you been seeing? Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, they just refused to believe that this ha- was happening to any other administ during any other administration other than Trump. Yeah. So you know, it doesn't matter that you could show them footage from a speech that Bill Clinton did back in the '90s about it. Okay. It just so doesn't what matter. Do you do right. But what are we supposed to do when the last Democrats? week, yeah. well, but 10,000 children showed up without adults. Okay, forget about splitting up the families. Yeah. Okay, what about the ones that their parents pay a mule to take them across the border? They show up here. 70,000 showed up one year during the Obama administration. That's where those pictures came out from. Wow. What the hell are we supposed to do about that? We don't have that many foster homes. We don't have enough foster homes to take care of the kids we have now. We don't have enough people adopting children right now in the United States. And yet, still people go to other countries to do it. Makes me mad. I have two adopted kids. I say you adopt U.S. kids first. Right. Nevertheless, we've got all of these kids coming without parents. Yeah. We have to keep them someplace. We have to keep them safe. So these camps i don't know what you're calling them but i do know the kids are not chained they're not in a cage these are buildings they're dormitory like right we have to have some place to keep these kids what do you do just cut a 10 year old loose and go well enjoy america yeah well exactly it's uh there's a couple of trash cans down the street you can eat out of there is what do you say there's no easy solution to this problem it's a much bigger problem and it's been happening forever it's not something new well yeah and they're making things look like something different than they are yeah and didn't the democrats just vote down something that would have helped them well here's my opinion there is not a democrat or republican supportive enough of these children to pass a bill And if they do not pass a bill this summer to take care of these children and these families, then they should not be voted back in. I don't care what party they're from. Yeah, I agree. Because I am sick and tired of hearing people say they care and they don't. Okay, Trump is working within the laws that have been passed by Congress. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like... The laws are broken. They're old. They, They do not fit the current circumstances. And any congressman or senator that doesn't buckle down and do something for these kids, it's not about Trump. First of all, people need to quit making this immigration problem about Trump. Okay? It's about the laws. And it is about these people coming coming to America illegally. It is also about people that are coming in legally. We do not have proper laws for either. We don't have a proper pathway to citizenship. You know, I had a couple of friends, in order to keep their visa, and these are scientists, good. They had three kids. Uh, The husband was a scientist that we really wanted in the United States because he made those drinks like when you're going through chemo. Right. You know, that keeps your nutrition going, you know, and sometimes they would IV these drinks. and So very important man to an industry. He didn't want citizenship. 
Hmm. But every few years, it costs them seventy to $100,000 to keep the family here. Wow. Because it's dirty, and they had to use an ex-president that cost, that charged them money. I'm not going to say which ex-president, because I'm pretty sure they've all done it. Huh. Then, to keep his visa, and like I said, I didn't want citizenship at all, it's from the Netherlands. They have a better retirement system now, so he didn't want to be here when he got old and quit working. Yeah, I just see this. But as that's a, the way it is, and that's fraudulent in itself. I just see this as a, the Democrats basically pushing their agenda for open borders. That's all. Exactly. So they're going to put yeah. every wall in front of anybody that that tries to take that away from them. Absolutely, and you know, here is, um, of course, Trump. We know he, how he feels about the media, but here's a tweet from him this morning on this very subject. He says, such a difference in the media coverage of the same immigration policies between the Obama administration and ours. Actually, we have done a far better job in that our facilities are cleaner and better run than were the facilities under Obama. Fake news is working overtime. And that's probably 100% true. I believe that to be true. And he promises. I mean, there's some things he can do. He says hiring many thousands of judges and going through a long and complicated legal process is not the way to go. Will always be dysfunctional. Hmm. Dysfunctional spelt wrong, but nevertheless. <laughs> People must simply be stopped at the border and told they cannot come into the U.S. illegally. Children brought back to their country. I don't know about sending children back to their country, but nevertheless, the way the laws are written right now, that's what we're supposed to be doing. So fix the laws. Yeah, I mean, it's not just stuff on the surface. This needs to be torn apart and rebuilt from the ground up. Absolutely. I'm pretty staunch conservative. I mean, I'm middle of the road, though, on a lot of social issues. And it breaks my heart that these people are having to take their their life savings to pay a mule that they hope is not going to sell their kid to somebody else. Or abuse them. Or abuse them to take them into a country. Yeah. I mean, that brings tears to my eyes because I'm a parent. Yeah. I can't even fathom sending my kid so far away under certain circumstances. I would have to believe that the chance of safety is better under those circumstances than where I, I currently live. That's horrifying. Yeah, it is. it is. And I do believe if a parent goes through that, we need to try to help these children. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we should encourage them to do this because I, I think that a lot of kids that are sent are not making it here because these child sex rings are just horrific. Yeah. You know, and then there's these drug cartels. God only knows what they would do to a child. I don't know. Yeah. It, so it, it is a, a problem. Sad, sad I, I beg people if your congressman, if your senator is not one of the ones working hard to pass new laws, vote for somebody else. Yep. Get them out of there. Get somebody in there that has the guts and the tenacity to stick with it and help children. Yeah. Totally agree there. Okay. The IG report came out, it's been about two weeks ago. Right. And you have to think about, what is that IG effect on the Mueller probe? 
or the Mueller special counsel, whatever you want to call it, the witch hunt. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you want to call it. And a lot of people say, well, that was really about Hillary's emails, not about Russia. True. But the players are the same. You right. got McCabe, you got Comey, you got the lovers. See, they're all the same people that were in charge of the Russian probe. Has their credibility been, I don't know, how, do they have any credibility left? No, absolutely not. I, I mean, their biases have been exposed. They lied. They used fake evidence. They they won't even turn over their documents to oversight. Yeah. I mean, it's bigger than Watergate. So Much what bigger. is Mueller to do? I mean, are you going to see this thing dissolve? I mean, because there's another IG report going to come out on the Russian probe. I always just kind of figured it'd come out after Mueller was finished, but maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. I, okay, you put these guys on knows? the stand. If Mueller puts on, say, Andy McCabe to testify. I mean, do you know opposing counsel is just going to rip him to shreds because he's not reliable. Yeah. As far as the Hillary email probe goes, he's a liar, liar, pants on fire. Yeah, exactly. I thought you were supposed to go to jail if you were caught lying to the FBI or Well, if whatever. you're part of the FBI, apparently not. I mean, you know, the upper crust of the FBI and the DOJ is, I don't know. I don't know how you say anything but corrupt. Yeah, deep swamp. Yeah, and, and Trump, here's what Trump has to say about that today. <laughs> he says, I have tried to stay uninvolved with the Department of Justice and FBI, although I do not legally have to, he inserts. Because of the now totally discredited and very expensive witch hunt currently going on. But you do have to ask why the DOJ and the FBI aren't giving over requested documents. Yeah. No doubt. It's looking bad. It's looking real bad for them. It absolutely is. But yet um, nothing seems to be happening to them. They just go yeah. on like nothing's ever happened. Exactly. I want to see people in jail. I sure do. I do too. Because if it was uh, someone like me, I'd certainly be in jail. Yeah, you can't now, Speaking do, of jail. You can't do what you want to do just in the name of democracy. You can't just say that. and. Well, yeah, you can't do it because you're a Trump hater. Yeah. I mean, talk about these guys. I would have thought that the men and women of the FBI and the DOJ were above Trump derangement syndrome. Apparently not. That's I don't know. Didn't kind we of started for a few weeks ago that they're going to have an IC9 code for that? Yeah. That it is really a medical. It's I can now see a it. Recognized medical illness. Yeah, I can see it because I see the lives of a couple people on my social media feeds and and. They're, they're more than obsessed. Whether it's true or not, they're spreading it. And uh, Well, yeah, I don't see how some of these people do anything else but obsession. about it. I, mean, <laughs> I don't if know. If they are putting, you know, 25 articles an hour on their social media yeah. about it, I mean, you got to wonder, when do they eat, sleep, work, play? I mean, what else do they do? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I can see it. I can see it being an honest disease, medical condition. I would rather, I would rather have um, video game addiction. <laughs> yeah. The Trump Derangement Center, and that's getting an IT9 code this year, too. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know, but, you know, we got to remember that we do live in free countries. 
I mean, we live in good countries. There's problems right now. Well, questionable how free. Well, I agree. But compared to China, that's where I'm going. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're way free. China is getting bad. Okay. It is getting really bad. Okay. China has created these drones that are disguised as lifelike birds. So lifelike that birds are actually flying with these birds. <laughs> They're actually wow. drones spying on their own people. Wow. But, uh, okay. Now, okay. I've got a Nixon, question. I've got a question okay. for you. What makes that any difference in, the, in Europe? There's cameras everywhere. Well, that's a good point. And those that's cameras have face recognition and everything so what makes it really different the bird thing they say in the united states you've got a good point because in the united states they say if you leave your house and you go a mile in in a city like where i live right and you will be photographed 400 times in a city like new york you go a block and you're photographed 400 times you got a point the birds do seem worse to me but why i don't know well, it's if China point. has them, China has them, we're probably, or at least the CIA has oh, them. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Didn't we have some that look like bugs yeah. that we used in Afghanistan and exactly. Iraq? Yeah, yeah. Um, Fly on the wall, you know. Good point. You've got a good point. Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off there. No, that's just shared. <laughs> We are, you know, losing freedoms, too. Yeah, it, it, it is quite disturbing, that's for sure. Last week, we lost one of my favorite political commentators, oh. Charles Krauthammer. I mean, what a man. What oh. a mighty fine man, that's <laughs> you sad. have to say. You know, he lived his life since the age of 23 in a wheelchair, a paraplegic, from a diving accident that happened while he was in medical school. He finished medical school. He also was had a degree in philosophy, and he loved politics. And rather than practicing medicine and uh, psychiatry, he wrote articles. He was a political commentator that he says originally he was a liberal in Mm. college and who turned conservative. I think he was probably more fair than the label grandson. I, I mean, he didn't always go the most conservative route. Right. He didn't go with the crowd. He once said, to understand the workings of American politics, you have to understand this fundamental law. Conservatives think liberals are stupid. Liberals think conservatives are evil. That sums it up real quick. There's a lot of truth to that. Yeah, I agree. It does. He's an amazing man with an amazing career. I'm deeply saddened yeah, I, that me he's too. gone. Me too. We can agree on that. Yep. And we don't always agree, but life's a journey. And we're all in this together. Rest in peace, Charles. Rest Thanks in for peace. listening. Uh, Godspeed, Connor. And Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace. And thanks for listening. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins.